To stay on top in business, stay on top of your technology with the new Business Desk podcast, the business of tech. Listen on iHeartRadio or wherever you get your podcasts. David Seymour, ACT Party leader, is with us now once again. He's called for the end to the vaccine mandates. David Seymour, good afternoon. Good afternoon, Tim and Tim. G'day, David. So uh, 2,500 cases today. Why should we be removing the mandates? Well, I think you've got to take a step back. You say I'm calling for the end of them. What I'm calling is for, for some transparency around the data. Uh, what's clear with these new cases is that there's very little difference between the number of cases for people who are vaccinated and the number of people uh, cases for people who are not vaccinated. Now, that allows for the fact that there's different numbers of each. If you want to get down to it, um, for the eight days from Friday to Friday just before this weekend, uh, there were, for every 100,000 vaccinated people, uh, about 178 cases reported. For every 100,000 partially vaccinated people, there were 204. And for every 100,000 fully vaccinated people, there were 225. So there is still a difference if you look at those numbers. And I might add that there's many other possible explanations for it. For example, people who are vaccinated might be more engaged with the healthcare system and more likely to go and get a test. But what is becoming clear is that the probability that a person has a case and is infected, if they are vaccinated or unvaccinated, is becoming closer. Now, I say this as someone who is strongly pro-vaccination, who's double boosted and uh, double jabbed and boosted themselves, but also someone who says when the evidence changes and it appears Omicron uh, is doing that, these numbers weren't true one month ago, uh, then I think we all have to take a step back and ask ourselves, we've been told to worry about people not being vaccinated, being more likely to have COVID and pass it on. Uh, if the evidence starts to show that's not true, then I think we need to ask, uh, do our policies make sense? Isn't it better to, I mean, I guess the question is, isn't it better to wait for a full scientific analysis based on evidence uh, rather than an analysis based on an, uh, the back of an envelope by one David Seymour? Well, it's not a very charitable way to put it. Uh, these numbers are straight from the Ministry of Health website. I might add that the Ministry of Health has not been very forwards uh, in making this data available. You actually have to take it uh, day by day and measure the differences in the cases that they report because they don't report the number of new vaccinated and unvaccinated cases each day, only the number uh, of cases in total during the pandemic. But if you follow them for several days, you can see the differences. Now, I think if people are prepared to come out uh, and do more analysis and we get a more open dialogue about these facts, uh, then that would be major progress. And as I've said, uh, you know, the reasons why we're seeing this data, for example, uh, people who you know, are vaccinated, more engaged with the healthcare system, more likely to come forward uh, and get a test. Uh, but equally, it may well be that uh, people who are vaccinated um, are often uh, wealthier, uh, live in bigger homes where they're more able to work from home and are less likely uh, to be exposed to potential infections. Let, let's also not forget so, that the vast majority know, of us are vaccinated. I mean, 95% have, have had at least one jab. 
Um, so mm. it, it's not surprising that you're going to have uh, people who are vaccinated coming up in those stats. Um, if a mandate, well, no, hang on, a, hang on, a, hang on a second. Now, we, this is the kind of thing that we need to nip in the bud. Um, if you listen to what I said, these numbers are adjusted per 100,000 people in each population, vaccinated, partially vaccinated, and unvaccinated. So yes, uh, about 96% of people have had at least one dose. Uh, but the numbers I'm presenting uh, that you just pooed as back of envelope, take that into account. Um, my concern is that if someone on the radio can't follow a back of envelope calculation, we're in big trouble. So when do you want the mandates to end? Look, I've said since October that it should be up to private organisations to make their own policies. If a golf course wants to say, if you want to come onto our property, you have to be vaccinated, then I think they should be allowed to do that. I think it should be the same for gyms and all kinds of businesses, hospitality and so on. They make their policy, you decide if you want to go there. But in the environment I'm asking for, of open and transparent debate about the data, uh, where we say, look, vaccination has remains very effective for keeping out of hospital and you should do it, but the evidence around transmission and infection rates is shifting very rapidly with Omicron. I think a lot of organisations would be asking whether or not their particular policies are still fit for purpose. And we'd have a much Sorry, more can civilised you, can you see the right now. Like, can you admit that there could be some flaws in that, though? That, that, for example, if there's a restaurant which has got a mandate and then there's a restaurant mm. next door that doesn't, that the restaurant mm. that's got the mandate, not only would the, their business perhaps be impacted, but also we know there are so many rabid anti-vaxxers. We, we've seen, you've seen right outside the beehive what's going on in terms of death threats, um, that, that actually having the overall mandate uh, take some of the heat away from those individual businesses? Well, that's certainly true that in the past, uh, the business community has said, look, we want the decision taken out of our hands. But I actually believe that it's a real a sad state of affairs if we can't have a, an open discussion about what the facts are and make up our policies accordingly. Uh, for the most part, the way that we deal with disagreements in our society is with private property. Um, you like Chinese food, I like Italian, that's okay, we go to different restaurants. But we need to start moving on from control and restrictions and rules that don't make sense and actually take back control of our own lives because people are getting seriously fatigued. And while there's a lot I disagree with about the conduct of that protest and some of those protesters and the things they've said, I think we're kidding ourselves if we don't realise that what they are expressing is simply the concentrated version of frustrations that are shared by people up and down New Zealand. Um, I guess the question around the mandates is, um, it's, it's, people will say, let's get rid of the mandates. And I guess the danger is that people are saying, oh, look, um, you've, you're joining the side of the protesters and wanting to get rid of it. But the, the problem is, is that a lot of businesses, as you mentioned, they wanted to have the choice to legally mandate uh, their employment, uh, their employees, the workforce, and who can come into the building. And, and, and also with them, we've got the vulnerable populations of people who work with the elderly and people who work in neonatal units and in the health system. So which specifically mandates would you be looking to get rid of? Well, I just look at what happens under red setting. Uh, currently, if you want to have a gym where you don't have to use access certificates, you can't do that. If you want to have a hospitality venue with more than 25 uh, customers, uh, you can't do that. Uh, there's a whole range of activities that you simply cannot do 
as a result of the government's requirements. So I'm never opposed to people making their own policies on their property. But two things. First of all, I'd like them to be able to do it, not have it forced on them by government. And second of all, I think in a more open and adult world where people consider the evidence and made their own choices, I think you'd see a range of people adjusting their policies to the evidence. And as a result, would be in a much more adult and mature space right now. Unfortunately, that's not where we are. We need to move on and glue back together uh, our little country with some hope and some healing. Thank you very much for your time. That is ACT Party leader David Seymour.